what's up guys welcome to another episode of the free pizza podcast and this is our third take because well two of them was my fault and one of them was Jacob's fault but we're here and this is a great episode because we have our we have our first interior designer and her name is joy troyer i actually messed up and said her, her name wrong on one of the takes so that's why we're here again anyways um how are you doing i'm doing all right how are you? I'm doing good. I'm glad you came. Actually, I saw her this morning going to work. Mm-hmm. Look, you were in a hurry. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Long story. <laughs> yes. But cool. So how was the rest of your day? It was good? Yeah, it was good. Awesome. There's a really family good. in town and hanging out. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Cool. So let's jump into it so you can get back to the to the fam. Um, so you're interior designer. Mm-hmm. So what got you started in that? Well, um... I wasn't ever interested in interior design. Um, I thought my whole life that I was going to be a teacher. Um, My mom is a professor at A&T. She teaches teachers and I grew up my all of my childhood. I have memories of being in the classroom before school, after school. Many of my babysitters were her students. Um, (laughs) And so I always thought that I was going to be a teacher. Yeah. But my dad is a carpenter and a craftsman. Okay. Um, and I grew up in his workshop when I wasn't in the classroom, building a bunch of random stuff with blocks of wood and nails and whatever. And um, I also grew up in a house that was constantly under construction. Um, okay. Yeah. So the house that we lived in was a 1980s contemporary house which if you oh, know what that looks like it, it's very unique and interesting oh that looks so cool though um, and that house from the time that i was that we first moved in till the time that i was still in college has always been under construction wow um adding additions changing rooms um just doing all kinds of random stuff uh with that house and so I grew up seeing construction happening and seeing how much it can change your understanding of space and your living environment. And um, yeah, so that being said, (laughs) uh, it wasn't until I was in college and studied abroad in Cape Town that kind of had one of those moments that people have when they're in college and they're like, oh, crap. I hate all of my classes. <laughs> and this is education classes. I should be enjoying yeah, pedagogy be, yeah. of teaching children. I should be enjoying psychology. And I really right. didn't like it. So I okay. dropped out. Well, you dropped out. I did. Oh, yeah. Okay. I did. I dropped out after I came back from my study abroad. And um, it was during that time I was thinking I wanted to be a social worker. I was thinking that maybe... I didn't want to work with kids with special needs, but rather wanted to work with like pre-K kind of kids. Um, And I ended up doing a couple internships and meeting with social workers and I actually interned with a school and just really solidified that that was not what I wanted to do. Wow. (laughs) Um, And at the time I had some friends who were getting together pretty regularly for food and hanging out and music and that kind of stuff. And I overheard a conversation um, with a young lady named Christy Wallace. And she was a junior in the IARC program. Yeah, at UNCG. UNCG, Um, And she was actually talking about a competition 
that she was in. Um, that was that I actually won <laughs> this international what? competition for building a skyscraper in Stockholm. Okay. Um, and that's what piqued my interest was people do this. <laughs> that's crazy. So you didn't even get into it until you were in college. Yeah. And you jumped into a competition and won. I did not get into the competition. Oh. I overheard somebody oh, who was talking okay. about their experience in school in the ARC program, doing this competition in one of their classes. In, oh, okay. And gotcha. it was, that's that's when it was like, I heard it and I was like, who is this? this person and what are they doing in school? I was like, what is going on? Yeah. That's so. cool. So, jumping back a little bit. So, even when you were in your middle school, high school, no interior design. Yeah, was, I have this really, sorry, I have this really embarrassing video um, that's on YouTube of me doing my graduation speech for high school and I talk about how I want to change the world and be a social worker and I think about that really regularly because I am not a social worker not at all (laughs) that's fine though because I think kids like we all have those dreams where we were like you know middle school high school like oh I want to be a doctor I want to be this it was so solid in my mind I knew what I was gonna do messed up and I didn't your younger self is really upset right now well yeah but it's fine because you have a cool job and you what you do is awesome so you answered a bunch of my questions already, which is great. Oh. Um, no, it's a good thing. It's a really good thing. Um, so I want to talk about UNCG. Mm-hmm. Um, so how was your, how was going through the courses there? Well, IARC is probably the best education generally that anyone could get. Okay. Um, it is hard as shit. Yeah. <laughs> lots of sleepless nights, lots of sleeping under your desk. Uh, lots of crying, lots of, um, stress and anger and everything. All those Um, things. But despite all that, um, it being the best education, you're, you're getting real world experience working with a team. Mm -hmm. Um, you have kind of this tribe mentality with your classmates Mm -hmm. because you're all sleeping under your desk at two in the morning Yes, and you're exhausted and you're hungry and you might be sneaking in alcoholic drinks just to get through the night. (laughs) Don't tell anybody. Um, and it's, it's just one of those things you're, you're just, you're learning how to not only think about creating things but also how to make them yes um and the best part about that program really is that they take kids (laughs) who've never been in a wood shop who've never sewn anything in their lives who've never using used a laser cutter or you know even touched 3d programs or some some girls or guys that come in like they don't even know how to draw Mm. And then they produce these students after four years who can say, I want to make this, and I can, and yeah. I will, and I did, and look how cool it is. That's awesome. And so it's it's that kind of education that you compare an IARC student with any other student, unless if that student is talented and taken all these other courses. Like project, yeah, they're, you can't even compare them because right. it's just, you've got a kid who can do anything and you have a kid who's like, yeah, I have no theory. Yeah, and you're just like... Theoretically, I know how to make this, but, but actually... Really do it. Yes, exactly. That's awesome. So... That's cool. So that's, 
a huge benefit taking all those classes there. Mm-hmm. And that's cool because I know I knew a lot of people who were in the art program in Mr. G. It's very intense. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been with them at 2 o'clock in the morning oh, yeah. working on whatever. Yep. Pretty this much. Is insane, which is a good thing. You were challenged. Yeah. So yeah. obviously you came out and um, you have a job. So that's that's one thing. That's awesome. And that's cool. And obviously you were a Spartan. So that's extra awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Cool. So graduated. Mm-hmm. Got through all that. Um, so, and obviously that's when you saw it as you can make a business out of it when you were in college. So describe what you do now. Yeah, so what I do now, I um, have been working for a developer in downtown Greensboro, Mm -hmm. um, and pretty much my job is uh, a lot of decorating, which I enjoy, um, but I I really enjoy projects where I get to actually manipulate the interior spaces and have a say about, you know, let's move this wall here, let's create this space, let's you know, do something really funky with these built-ins and maybe change, change these details a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, but what we usually work on is multifamily projects. So lots of apartments. Um, the fun part is the clubhouse because there you get to like create really cool stuff and make these spaces that are just really fun and interesting and beautiful. Um, in the apartments, you know, we do models as well. So there's a lot more decorating that goes into the models. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, so that's kind of a fun thing because you get to, I mean, my job, I see the space when it's not even built. Mm-hmm. And I get to figure out all the furniture and make the selections, well, before that, make the selections for the interior finishes, so oh, wow. tile, floor, paint, right. trim, all of that. That's, you know, part of my job is to specify those things. And then with the models, I pick out furniture and all of the pretty decorative stuff. And basically, you create a space to sell the space. Exactly. Um, so it's kind of a different way to think. You know, most of the work that I was doing before that was residential design. So mm-hmm. you think a very different way when you're just designing someone else's home and they're going to live in it versus a model, which is something that it's meant to be razzle-dazzle yeah get the person to <laughs> and and make people say oh this. this is luxury this is i sick. want to live in this yes. i can make this apartment amazing <laughs> so yeah so that's what i do is i basically design spaces to sell them cool so basically for apartment complexes or whatever when a person's going on a tour mm-hmm. you design pretty much what, what they see so these apartments are hiring you guys no no I, so the developer that I work for oh, okay. is a design build developer um, so and and manage company. Gotcha. Okay. So we've got in-house architects and designers like myself. Oh my goodness. We con- subcontract people out to uh-huh. build our properties and then we actually have another level of, of the function that manages the apartment complexes. Oh wow, so you're a whole them. thing. Yeah, so so our company does all of it. And and our company also they they started out in the single family home business. So oh, they oh, recently moved into apartments um and it's that's kind of what I do, but we have also doing commercial stuff right. and now we've got some hospitality stuff coming down the pipeline. That is cool. So that's really exciting, but hospitality is a whole other beast. Is it? Yeah. Are you working on hospitality stuff? 
I, I did actually get to do a little bit, which yeah. was fun. Really? Yeah. Um, so the Hyatt Hotel that's going on in oh, downtown Greensboro, okay. that's one of our projects. Um, the They hired an interior designer out of Atlanta who usually works on Hyatt Hotels. So she's she knows oh, everything she knows to do. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I came in after everything had pretty much been selected and designed and whatever. Um, but there was some things that needed to be changed due to cost. Okay. Um, you know, oftentimes with interior designers, we like to pick the best and the fanciest and the oh, most expensive. expensive. Yep. And basically it was my job to find all of the things that were value and en- that could be value engineered out. <laughs> so oh. here's a chair and for one chair, it costs a thousand dollars and we need a hundred of them. So we're not going to do so that. So we're not going to do that <laughs> chair. But here's another chair that's just as sturdy and, you know, is a, is able to be used in a contract situation. But right. it's only $150 a chair. So that equals big money to save. So right. I got to do that in the public spaces. And that was really fun because it was like... That's super neat. Oh. I don't know what I'm doing, but this is really this fun. Is and I can say I can work on this. Woo. That's so, so cool. That's yeah. awesome, though. I mean, hi, those are very, you know, nice, yeah. known hotels. And that and one's going to be gorgeous. Where is that one to be? So it's on the corner of Bellmead and... Um, oh, I should know this. This is bad. <sighs> hey, if you well, listen, to, if you listen to this and you work with Joy, she doesn't really know. Well, part part of it's because the name of the building is Bellmead, and that's the one I remember. But you've seen it; it's the one that shut down the the street across from the um, ballpark for so long. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Yes, really, that's gonna be the Hyatt Hotel. Yeah, the corner one is gonna be the Hyatt Hotel. Wow, that's gonna be nice. It's gonna be really swanky. Ooh, fancy. Yeah. So, have you? You got a hookup there? That's true. You have a hookup at the hotel? Do I? Can you give us a room? No. <laughs> You're not on the podcast anymore. We're going to have to cut it off right here. <laughs> you shouldn't have put me on here. Oh, <laughs> uh, but I want to. So have you. I mean, you haven't been there yet because it has been built. But Yeah, it's under construction. When it does, when the, when the foundation's laid and all that, will you actually. Foundation's you, laid. Okay, so you can go. Yeah. Well, okay. so, so the building is going to open. Like in a couple of months. Okay. Yeah. So you going in and seeing how everything looks and um, all from your computer. Pretty much most of it from my computer. What I what I selected was furniture, so that's going to be the very that's last, very last thing. thing. But you'll see it though. I'll see it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, really, what my baby is right now is the three apartment buildings that are next to it. Gotcha. Um, those are what I've. What's really exciting is. My boss was sweet enough to think that I knew how to do that and could take an entire three entire buildings and design it myself on the inside. So gotcha. that's been my big project um, that is just freaking me out, but also making me really excited to work yes. on it. <laughs> that's a great segue into this next one because I want to dive into your process of designing those spaces. Yeah. So from beginning to end, how's that going to look? Well, I was taught by the school that I was in about this process. It's conceptual design Mm -hmm. where you come up with a concept and then you let that concept lead your decision making. Um, And so with lots of my projects, it'll be anything from an image or 
understanding what's around that space, letting letting the geography or letting um, you know the location influence my design. Okay. Um, so with Bellmead, um, it actually all started with a fountain uh, that I saw when I was at Furniture Market, okay. and um, this fountain it's a floor to ceiling sheet of glass where the water just runs oh, down yeah. it. And it's absolutely beautiful. Um, and we started with that as one of one of the elements that we wanted to have in the space. And from there, it's kind of influenced and eked into each room. So um, there's things in the space that have watery like elements to it, whether it's a color or it's a texture okay. or like it's a form and... or, okay. you know, all of it's kind of, it's even aching into the signage designs and it's aching into the decisions for um, the types of vanity tops that we're doing. So there's these wave-like forms, there's lots of organics, um, but then because the actual fountain is very geometric and square, there's a lot of also very geometric shapes. So there's kind of this conversation between hard edges and corners and organic. So it's like feminine and masculine. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Wow. So, so that's kind of the, the way that I think. And I let those images and those feelings kind of direct my decision making from everything from choosing hand knobs on a cabinet to yeah. signage to carpet to everything. That's cool. So, how long did that take you to do? Been working on this project for about two years now. Right. Okay. Oh wow, two years. Yeah, just about. So. That's awesome. So obviously you probably knew about this. Yeah. Way before anyone's even you know could see the buildings come up. Yeah. Yeah. I I started working on this when the foundations hadn't even been poured yet. That is so. wow. That's cool. Hopefully you know how to tell us these things. <laughs> if not, you're gonna get fired. <laughs> That's so awesome though. So. I guess your job really never leaves you. I mean, because you're out and about all the time, you're seeing these different things. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd be cool just on a leisure walk. You know, yeah. Even. Oh, yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah. It's it's kind of crazy. And I think that's one of the hardest parts about my job is not only do I have to be fashion forward, but I have to be technology forward. Yeah. Um, and because it's that's everybody thinks of interior design as like pillows and pretty things and objects and mm -hmm. couches and that sort of stuff but honestly most of my job especially like this particular job I'm looking at lighting I'm understanding HVAC and how that affects spaces and I'm looking at technology and I'm looking at um, how you know how are we going to make you know this television system work in this small of space when we have to deal with heat you know so there's there's lots of other things that you have to think about that's I haven't even started looking at pillows yet. I'm too busy looking at everything else in the building. You're just like, oh, we have so many other things. <laughs> and yes, and we have a we have a question from Jacoby over here. Okay. I'm stoked that I'm stoked that he's putting in because Jacob's great. Um, so, questions. have you ever been able to walk into a building or space and been able to see your work in person? Actually, yes. Like in physical manifestation of your designs. So. Yeah, so that's actually one of the best parts about this job. Um, I, in previous jobs that I've had, everything was someone else's idea and right. I just helped, you know, make it happen. 
And this is the first job when I where I've been trusted to the whole thing is yours. Do the whole thing and that's really scary because if something goes wrong it's your fault. It's all you. And it could be something as minuscule as Oh, that type of wood looks really yeah, weird. Looks terrible. Oh, what I don't are you really doing? like that. And everything else in the space can look great. But that, that one thing throws it all off. That one thing just throws it all off. And you have a conversation about it with your boss. You you're know. Like, <sighs> you're like, I know I screwed up. I was looking at it in fluorescent lights, and this is not in a fluorescent light building. <laughs> so, oh my goodness. Yeah. So I mean it's it's things like that. But yes, that's that is the fun part about my job is that is so cool. the process is I get to you know I draw everything out in CAD I physically order and track building supplies furniture to the site and then I go to the site and I physically install it move couches what? hang art part fitch, whole... fix the lighting if it's in the wrong angle so you're like from start to finish start to finish, yeah. start to finish. Awesome. that's yeah. all you um, it's, oh it's pretty overwhelming, but it's really nice. I actually really like it. That's freaking cool. It's like, oh man, going from a something virtual to physical. Yeah. That is cool. Yeah. It's going to be yours forever. Exactly. It's going to be there. F- or at least until it gets renovated. It's very true. Oh my gosh. I didn't know that interior yeah. designers did all of that. Not everybody. Oh, but, okay. Not all of them. But, but this is you. just, my, my job description is that. Yes. Um, you know, I... In my other jobs, we hired other people to install things. Right. Um, so you. this job is all me, which is crazy. So, question I'm getting this from the Brady Bunch, but shout out to that show because their dad was an architect. Oh, yeah. So, do you have like little mini, like, um, I guess what's the word? Uh, models? models of the. Of the rooms and stuff? Actually, not in this job, no. Oh, man. I, I wish. Um, Pretty much let me down. We did a lot of models in college, but... Yeah. And they always said, oh, you're going to be doing models when you're in when you're in the field. I have not done a single model. No model. Yet. That's boring. But I do a lot of drawing. Like That's cool. I spend a lot of my time... And, and a big part of the reason why we don't do models anymore is because we have Revit. And we've got SketchUp. These are all oh, 3D modeling okay. programs oh, yeah, where I can duh. physically build the entire building in 3D land and play Sims and move couches and, you know, you know, make the space what it's going to look like. And then I can render it and it looks photorealistic. And George should have just told me that I was dumb for asking that. George should have been like, what are you doing, dude? We're in freaking 2017. <laughs> no one have models. <laughs> Oh, cool. So, how different can things be from CAD on a computer to physical? Oh, everything. Okay. Well, so, one of the challenges, and I actually learned this lesson today. (laughs) (laughs) Um, There are so many players in designing buildings. And I am just, I'm I'm actually the the least important person. Nobody cares about me. because you've got the electricians, you've got the mechanics, oh, you've got yeah. the architects. They're all coordinating with each other. And then they're like, oh, well, maybe we should ask the interior designer what she thinks after we've designed all this the stuff. Whole thing. And so then they come to me and they're like, oh, what do you think about all the plans that we've made? And I usually take a red pen and I make the thing bleed. And then they go back and interpret the bleeding paper or the bleeding CAD file, whatever. And 
they may change things the way that I want them to be, or they may not change things. Oh, okay. Prime example of this today, <laughs> we had a little bit of a blunder. Um, the HVAC people put in in the in unit in some of the units a uh, bath fan that didn't have a light. In my specs, oh. I've always had a bath fan with a light. The light, yeah. Something as simple as that. If you don't coordinate with everybody, oh, all the players, can, oh, gosh. little details like that cost big money. And if somebody doesn't catch it until it's already in, you gotta go with yeah. Sorry, you're, you're done. Exactly. So that's one of the biggest challenges is going from CAD. I know what I put on that paper, but the mechanic and the HVAC people didn't put it there and therefore it didn't and therefore it didn't exist and it doesn't exist and And now you're just sitting there is like i'll put it in there it's there look right there on this page oh wow it's right yeah it's right there wow hmm you're sitting there it's like well not my problem exactly oh my gosh that's crazy but it is my problem oh yeah it's gonna turn into your problem exactly exactly so and i have to fix it because i have to find comparable fixtures you know, to replace what they put in because it doesn't fit the original spec that I spec. It's bigger or it's got a larger duct and I have to find a new light fixture or new whatever. So, Oh my gosh, yeah. those problems are so just frustrating. When and they, they eat if up they your happen. day. Yeah, they really I mean, you eat up your day. Change every, oh my gosh, it probably sets you way back. Yeah, oh, it can. Sometimes, yeah. It's like, let's go find Joy. And see if she can fix her problem. Like, I'll start what I'm doing to fix this. Yeah. But, you know... That's just the nature of construction, though. It's true. It, that's re- there is never a job that ever really goes perfectly. And um, it's just, a, it's just a matter of making sure that you get everybody around a table and say, all right, are we on the same page? Yes. <laughs> Let's look at these little details because it's always the details that end up getting messed up. Exactly. So, the communication is a big part of that job. It is. It is. That's good. Cool. So kind of outside of the job a little bit um what are some of your major influences on your work so do you are there any other designers you've been like wow like their work is super influential on me that's super cool or maybe someone is not even a designer yeah so i spent a lot of time outside of work um you know looking at instagram i i didn't i kind of jumped on that game a little late um with instagram but one of my favorite things to do is to find interior designers that are doing really weird stuff mm-hmm. um some of my favorite interior designers well this she's not exactly an interior designer but she, she her name's ashley stark she's um the I, one of the ceos of stark carpets which is this really fashion forward carpet company and that mm-hmm. sounds really lame but uh <laughs> she has one of the best instagrams for interior design and i found that i was liking every single one you of her posts everything <laughs> <laughs> it, it got to the point where i was like she probably sees my name too much i'm gonna stop need, liking need things stop. <laughs> um but i love looking at her stuff i i've always really enjoyed eclectic design yeah. um I I love seeing mid-century modern furniture in a 19th century space with really deep moldings and interesting architectural details. Oh, and by the way, there's a piece of pop art on the wall or abstract. Something, oh, something, something that's completely just out of the blue, 
but yet it works and it's beautiful and it actually feels more comfortable than a space that's all contemporary or yeah. all prairie, you know, cottage, French, whatever. It's like you get a little mix of everything so that anybody walking in the space can find something that they love. Yeah. Um, and so I'm, I tend to get drawn to that sort of stuff. Right. Um, most regular, regularly. Um, the other interior designer that I love is uh, she's out of Durham. Her name's Heather Garrett. Ooh, local. Yeah, she. I've never met her in person. I saw her at Market one time, and I've been following her on on Instagram for a while. And I've been like, oh my gosh, that's Heather Garrett. I see all of her stuff. <laughs> she's so amazing. Oh. Yes. Okay. Um, she's she's apparently a really nice person. Should... She's not famous or anything, but it's just she's just really good, and I love everything that she puts at least out for people to see. You should totally have um, it. Yeah, one day when I work up the nerve. <laughs> yeah, we're totally going to send this straight to her. Like, hey, don't. Joy <laughs> mentioned your Yeah, shout out to Heather. Inspiration. Inspiration. Yeah. I, I have to admit that my other interior design friend, Kat French, was the one that introduced me oh. to her. So shout out to Kat French. Shout out Kat French. She's freaking awesome. She's got an interior design uh, studio out of Durham as well. Ooh. So she's doing really cool stuff. That's going to make a trip out there and see if she wants to do an interview. Yeah. Shout out to Joy and shout out to the homie. Homie yeah. cat. Homie cat. Did she go here too? Really she here? did. Okay. She did, actually. She started out um, second semester of first year in IARC with us. Okay. And then she went to grad school because she got her undergrad in art. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Makes sense. So she's she's doing her own thing. She's got a kid. Her hubby just finished law school. She's doing oh, awesome. Oh, wow. So, Adulting. Yeah. She, yeah, no kidding. Nice. She's doing really well for herself, so. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. So, I'm glad you got a local one. That's cool to have someone local that, you know, just inspires you. That's always nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's really great to see what kind of talent is in the area. Yeah. I think there's quite a lot of talent in the Durham-Raleigh area, too. Oh, gosh. Too. That area is great. Yeah. They're, I mean, they're just, we interviewed Alice. She's in Raleigh. Now she's in Raleigh, and she's amazing. I'm sure there's a thousand others, and I'm trying to hit all of them. So if you listen to this, and you're in a triangle, please hit me up. Yeah. Because me and Jacob are probably going to start doing little travel adventures and doing these. Anyways, back to you. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So you can answer this, but I was going to say, are you self-taught? Did you learn? But you went to school for it. Yeah, went to school for it. Um, cool. Actually, sidetrack, do you ever walk into any establishments or anywhere and just look at the design? I think it's terrible. Yeah, a lot. A lot of public buildings. <laughs> you gotta walk in there, you're just like, what? Who yeah. did this? Yeah. I I actually have had to stop myself when I walk into like someone's home and being like, oh, let me rearrange this for you. Oh my gosh, I'm never inviting you. It's, it's, it's something, I'm, I'm much better than I used to be. <laughs> I would walk into my house and was like, oh my God. Why is that painting there? <laughs> Yeah. If you see Joy walk in, just just don't mind her if she has like a weird face on it. She's like she's like scrunched up. Like what is what is what is this? Well, usually I have this like look on my face that you can see the wheels turning in my head, and like I'm like not paying attention to what people are saying because I'm too busy rearranging the furniture. <laughs> just, like, just like okay, well, what if we move the couch over there on that wall? Then the balance would be better, and we could put the chair. Yeah, it's it's obnoxious. 
Joyce, I can see you going up somewhere and like telling them that too. They'd be like, oh man, why, why are you telling them this? Yeah, it's usually like right before I'm about to leave and like, oh, by the way, I had this thought while we were talking. I was looking at this room and I was thinking it might be better if you did this. And then they're like, huh, interesting. It's like, Please leave the store. Please. I'm not paying, I'm not getting paid enough for you to tell me this right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Cool. So, do you have any accomplishments that um, you've had throughout your career so far, big or small? Uh, accomplishments. Honestly, just anytime I've finished a job and I've been able to look at it of and course. not see anything wrong with it yet. That's an accomplishment every single time. <laughs> yeah. Um, one of the biggest accomplishments was actually a shared accomplishment that I had with the other interior designer that I work with at my job. Okay. Um, we got an opportunity to design together, which rarely happens because she's always busy with her own stuff. I'm always busy with my own stuff. Um, but we got to redesign um, this typical prototypical uh, clubhouse that we do uh, all over the South um, for our new apartment complexes. And she and I have really very different styles, but we were able to bring both of our styles together and yeah. create this space that just looks beautiful and um we were after after i had installed our first iteration of the design we both went into the meeting with our boss and um had like a meeting you know catch up make sure we're all on the same page and he complimented us <laughs> on no. the design this is great which is awesome and and after we Maybe I shouldn't say this, but after we left, I'm going to say it anyways. The other interior designer who's been working there for 13 years or so was like, that's the first time I think he's ever complimented us on anything. So she was over the moon. I was over the moon. Together, it was like air fives all the rest of the Yo, day. Like, shout we out. did this together. So you know, Rhonda Askew is really fun to work with. Her name is Rhonda. Her name is Rhonda. Yeah. Yo, shout out to Rhonda. Yeah. Joy Stoke, <laughs> you see her face right now. She's like excited that y'all got a compliment. Yeah. That's awesome. I figure in that field, though, they're probably very harsh, you know, when it comes oh, to like, like your There's you know, always your criticisms. Yeah, I'm sure, oh, you should, maybe you should do this. I'm mm -hmm. like, for them to be like, oh, it looks great. Yeah. You're just like, what? No, no, No negative feedback. It was like really surprising that's so that's and it's great. also really rare to have two interior designers work together, work together. Okay. and actually have a positive experience oh yeah i'm sure oh my i can only imagine the, the especially especially when you have two interior designers who have such completely different, different styles. styles um it's it's really fun walking with Rhonda and market because i'm always like oh i love this and she's like oh it's okay and she'll do it she's like i love this and I'm like, ooh, not what I would have picked. <laughs> it's it's kind of one of those things. We were just complete opposites, but we were able to complement each other on this design and work really well together and made something that was so good. That <laughs> so, is so cool. Teamwork is the accomplishment. Like, I want to see all these so bad, but when Hyatt goes up, I want to make sure I go over there and just look at it. Yeah, well, I can't claim too much because Rihanna, she's a designer in Atlanta. She's the one that did it. Right, um, but still. But... I did reselect some of her expensive furniture pieces and her we're art. Go loiter either way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, you can just, go loiter. We just <laughs> here. My friend did this. I helped. Her. I didn't do it. I helped. <laughs> My shouldn't critique you. Just a little bit. <laughs> like Joy should have did this. She's not that. I'm better than Joy is. Yeah. Well, you could probably do that in the apartment building. That's all mine. <laughs> yes. 
That's all mine. You can say, oh, wow. I'm she gonna call, sucks. I'm going to call her right now. Let me tell her. <laughs> I don't like this light fixture. <laughs> um. So, cool. So, your future endeavors. So, yeah. after maybe where you're working now, do you want to be on your own? Or do you want to keep working for someone else? Or what's up? Yeah. I... I have to admit that I really struggle with this question. <laughs> and, That's fair. That's very fair. Um, because I I find myself being one of those people who uh, reevaluates their life situations and and where they were and where they're going pretty regularly. Um, yeah, that's fine. That's I uh, yeah. So at this point, like. I have lots of pipe dreams and places that I want to go. Okay. I've always considered opening my own business, um, but I'm also scared to death of opening my own business. Very fair. Um, and then I've, you know, even considered going back to school. I've looked at everything from getting an architecture degree, which I've decided I don't want to do, to oh. doing like uh, urban planning, which is so random and off, oh, yeah. off the beaten whatever but you know my thought with that is that if i can learn how to design spaces for uh the average person not just the one percent yeah. you know who yes. can afford quality interior design um well there's more than one percent but you know figuring out how to design for the public right. and for the masses um you know i thought about that but for now it's just evaluating am i having fun am i enjoying what i'm doing that's and the most important thing probably i think when i can honestly say no i hate this then i'll figure it out right <laughs> so. that's cool so you're not you don't study any one thing you have a lot of different yeah ways you can go so and that's that's fine i mean you're still young mm-hmm. you can do whatever you want yeah um i think those i'll think all the you said all the pipe dreams i think those are very doable potentially um, so yeah that'd be cool i can't wait to see where you go um Awesome. So down to the last question. This has been a great interview, by the way. Been awesome. I've learned a lot myself, so this is really cool. Um, so your advice for the up and coming? So this can be designers, it can be any creatives, photographers, whatever. What's your advice for them as they go on their path? Well, one of the first things that I learned when I was in IARC was how to fail. <laughs> right. Um, and then as Stoll, my professor, was said so lovingly, fail and fail faster. Um, oh wow. I think the first little bit of time, and even even now, sometimes I fall on my face when I'm working. I do I make a dumb decision, or I just have no idea what I'm doing, and mm-hmm. I do something. Um, but the thing is, is that for every failure, there's a lesson learned. Right. Um, so, you know, that's definitely a big piece of advice, <laughs> um, and it's it's something that I'm I still do. Um, I'm young. I'm gonna make mistakes. Um, and then also, like, feed yourself inspiration. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm around creative people of all different types. I get my inspiration from everything from looking at Airbnb houses in Belize <laughs> to listening to, uh, like, St. Vincent's new album that just came out okay. to, like, um, looking at photography. I love cinema all of these things, all of the things that give you the feels, <laughs> like the feels, those things, yes, awesome. those things can impact how you design a space because the the best designs touch emotion, mm-hmm. um, and you know those kinds of emotions can be inspiration, they can be comfort, they can be awe, and yeah. to be able to reflect those best emotions into a space, into a livable space, 
that's that's the goal that's yeah. the ultimate for a designer um i'm still learning how to do that right but it'll also probably never stop you, just, start, you never stop learning yeah so I you just that. have to feed yourself all this information and hopefully one day it'll just click <laughs> and sure. you'll be able to translate it into the language of interior design right so. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. I'm glad you gave it kind of a very real picture of what interior design is. Because yeah. me, I'm thinking of the, the pillows. You know, <laughs> as you mentioned earlier, I'm thinking like, yeah, these pillows are sick right here. Great. My job's done. I'm done. I'm out. But you're like, I'm part of pretty much the whole process. And mm -hmm. it's not all pretty and great all the time. Absolutely. So that's awesome. Thank you. Absolutely. That was really nice. One more thing, because Joy is also running another podcast here. I am. What is that? Greensboro Grooves. Yes. Um, yeah, so my husband and I started an open mic night about a year ago okay. um, with an organization called City 616 um, in downtown Greensboro that builds community with unexpected people. Um, and open mic nights are a great place to build community with unexpected people. Very true. And uh, we created a podcast. Um, called Greensboro Grooves um, after a year of meeting wonderfully talented and interesting and unique people. And our podcast spotlights three musicians with a live show. Um, either they come as just a singer-songwriter with an instrument or they come with a band. And we live record some of them for the first time ever. They've never been recorded in their lives. Yeah. Um, you know, they're... 20-minute spotlight with a small interview and um, we're really excited because we're we've got some really fun ideas coming down the pipeline with uh, just what we how we want to move it and keep keep building upon it but mm -hmm. um, yeah so it's kind of a dream that Tom and I have together my husband Tom he's a songwriter and musician and is you know getting into um, sound engineering and yes, he's um, great Shout out to Tom. Shout out to Tom. Tom. Tom is awesome. I hung out. I did a piece on, um, I guess, the ad space. I guess the ad yeah. space on, on one of your podcasts. I guess two podcasts ago. I can't remember. It's still there. Yeah. It's still there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. We're loyal. The we homies. Like you guys. And we're going to get them on ours, too. But I, they're great. I did go to that one show, and it was is really cool. Um, I want to get more people out there. So yeah. definitely in the future, we'll see if we can get some homies out there. So if you're listening, Greensboro Grooves, they have events. Is it every month? Once a month. Once, yeah. yeah, once a month. So be on the lookout for that. I'll put a link somewhere on the um, Amplifier page or something, and we'll see if we can get some people out yeah. there because it's, it's great for the triad. I think it's, it's wonderful. Yeah, and our podcast is available pretty much anywhere where you can get podcasts. iTunes, SoundCloud, Podster, just Google it. Greensboro Grooves. Greensboro Grooves. Cool. And do you have like a website or anything that you have any inter interior design stuff at? Uh, just follow me on Instagram. What is that? Uh, it is at my name. <laughs> 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 I know it's not very creative, but at uh, Joylyn, J-O-Y-L-Y-N, Troyer, T-R-O-Y-E-R. Yes. One word. Follow me. Follow her. And are you available for maybe some commission work? Totally, yeah. I do it on the side. Um, Ooh, she can design your house. On the weekends. So hit me up, color consultations, help you with pillow selection or Yo, art pillows. selection or whatever you need, I can help. So, Dude, yes. Thank you. I feel like I learned something this one. I learned something about all of them, but like I, this <laughs> interior design thing is, is something I've been wanting to do for a while or yeah. something 
someone to get on the show for a while. Yeah. Not do. I have to. I can't. I don't do. I would be terrible at choosing things for a house. <laughs> I would be like, yeah, let's do a bunch of blue stuff in here. And yeah. Well, especially you should you should only do it if all of the blues are completely different color blues. See, that's then what it would look up. really good. <laughs> Periwinkle, teal. See, you lost me right there because I would do all royal blue. Have everything clash. Walk into a room of this blue. It'd be like a camouflage blue room where you can't tell if it's a chair or still part of the wall. That's right. You're going to bump into something and fall over. (laughs) But cool. Thank you, Joy. It's been a joy having you here. I don't hear that ever. (laughs) I had to say it the whole time. I'm like, if this is the end, because I'm definitely going to say that. She's the greatest, but hit her up if you have any questions or if you want to commission yeah. her. We'll put some links in the description for you. Um, but yeah, thank you once Absolutely. again. And we're out of here. Peace. Hey guys, Daniel here, your host of the Free Pizza Podcast. If you like what you just heard, please subscribe, rate, and leave a review on the podcast app. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for upcoming episodes.